I knew that was gonna happen. I didn't watch that video this morning. When I, was I heard that this morning. Yeah, I, 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 I was, I was doing, I was doing my surf, and I was like, "That's a hip hop song." With this guy. <laughs> everybody doing how's everybody doing we live and in living color on the set in the studio with a conversation with pastor sam on today march 31st during this precious sacred holy week and so we are absolutely excited and grateful that you have taken the time to join in with us on today so here we are it is Wednesday, and it is Holy Week, the holiest of weeks for those of us who proclaim Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We are absolutely excited and thankful that you're joining us on today, and um, we're going to go around the room in a minute and say hi, but I just want to say hi to those of you who are chiming in with us right now. Hey, Sister Nina. Hey, Sister Teresa. Sister Val. All awesome to God be the glory. You got your shirt today. All right. I need to see you repping that shirt, posted on your social media. You can get any conversation with Pastor Sam merchandise at our website, www.famecbrownsmills.com. Click on shop and check out our Living Stream Boutique and you can get yours too. Thank you so much for your support, sis, and everybody else in advance for supporting us here. Um, this is me, your Jesus loving Jersey girl, and let's say hi to the licentiate. Good evening, everyone. I am glad you're all on uh, for tonight's discussion. Um, as a first lady, I hope you're all enjoying the rain because that was unexpected. So it's warm, but that rain is coming down uh, fairly hard. Uh, but I'm excited about the conversation tonight, um, and I'm glad to be in the studio. Why was the rain unexpected? Well, it wasn't in the forecast. It wasn't? Yes, it was. I didn't see it in the forecast. What forecast? It was unexpected at? for me. It's been cloudy all day. It was unexpected, sir. <laughs> Is that a new computer? It's been cloudy all day. That's my iPad. Is it? Okay. How does that work for you? It gets the job done. All right. So God be glory, everybody. Thank you so very much. I will be messing with everybody on tonight. Amen. Now the pastor. God to you. Um, as I normally and usually do, and enjoying every bit of it as well. So, amen to God be the glory. Uh, again, we're very, very thankful to um, be in your homes and to um, have a, an opportunity to speak with you at length on Wednesday evenings. And um, we're grateful for your patronage of this channel, and we ask that you um, have dialogue with us, you interact with us, in whatever way, one of the modes that you have given, been given to interact. You know, what is it? Questions, call-ins? Yes, if you have signals. any questions, you uh, can um, email me at firstladydonna.friendshipamec.gmail.com. Um, if you want to chat with us, you can always do that in our live chat section right there. If you do not wish to have your name associated with your question or your comment, then please, 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 like James said, don't put it over there, but you can send us a text message to 732-723-8275. I'll drop that in the comment section. You can always text us and or call if you have an iPhone. If you want to be on, this, on the screen with us in the studio, you can do that and uh, we'll FaceTime you in. But that's the way to communicate with us, all right? Inside of my hand has been itching. Mine too. Oh my goodness! I was literally just sitting here scratching my hand. And I I'm, said this to Brother I'm Maurice earlier. Where said, the money at? Oh my goodness! I just said that to him too. I said you gonna bring me some money today because ain't no money been saying since we've been alive. Ain't nobody got a dime yet. His <laughs> no. hand's been itching for a minute. I know. My Where's my money itching. at? We must be getting ready to get us a windfall from somewhere. Uh, windfall, nothing. I think we need to go back to <laughs> wherever this thing started from and address this. Yes. I ain't got a dime from the, the hand itch money yeah. pot. I've been waiting a long time, too. Exactly. It's like, and the, the thing What's is so crazy is every that? time you think about it, every yeah. time your hand itch, yeah. you're like, I'm going to get some money. Some money. <laughs> money. You, get some money. you ain't getting no money. I'm going to tell y'all right now, I'm going to clear it up for everybody. When your hand itch, you get no money. 
Uh huh. Money coming. You get no money. <laughs> ain't it ain't happening. And if That's it does, fair. then tell me so I know what step I did not take. Because I ain't got mine yet. I know that's right. It, they that's what old school used to tell us to y'all. That's what old school used to tell us. And as well, you know, I've been watching the trial. Mm-hmm. Very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, I've actually, I mean, on yesterday, it had me just tears um, flying and flowing. And then today, when um, they were on. I started crying again, and I just like I said, I can't watch this. Uh, it is it's necessary. I, I can watch the clips of it, mm-hmm. but this is a highly emotional um, situation is going on, and a lot of people were impacted by um, this. And America, we've got to do better. That's right. Uh, we've got to turn this thing around, and we must um, begin to work uh, together and um, as a, a a people, mm-hmm. uh, because this is this is outrageous. Yes, yeah. This is outrageous. Sometimes I, I sit down and I think about it. You know, we we are dealt our cards by um, the way that they're dealt out. Uh-huh. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Um, you don't choose who you are. Um, you come into this world. You make the best of who you are. Amen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you um, you deal with um, different different difficult situations and. And you you try to the best as you can make what do they say lemonade from make the lemons. lemonades from lemonade. mm-hmm. and um, I, I sometimes I think about you know even though you know that some people even even some um, black folk have it more um, comfortable than other black folk I mean you uh-huh. even in the caste system in the the levels inside of our culture we have people who are really really struggling you have people who are upper echelons in the middle areas and everything as well so. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry for interrupting. Did you want to pray for us? Are you starting already? We're gonna get back to oh, that. Okay, yeah, cool. it's just yeah, it's just a, a quick monologue. Then we'll okay. pray. We ain't gonna forget about it. All right. And um, then you have my mindset. Where I always thought about, you know, if I was if I was born a a white guy, hmm. how would I feel? And I had to take from the very inside of my heart, you know, your heart doesn't have a color. Your heart basically is going to be your heart type of thing, right? right? And I know that certain things, I mean, I dealt with as a black man, and I will speak up and speak about and speak to other black people like, listen, that's not me. I'm not down with that. And you know what? You can take what you believe in and right. move away from me because that's negative. It's toxic. Right. And I love people. And I'm not going to be dealing with that. And I think the same way if I was born a white guy, I would have to be saying the exact same thing. I mean, all, from an organizational perspective, from a, a family perspective, from a community perspective, we've got to do what is righteous. That's right. Amen. What is right and how God is um, um, giving us the uh, blessing of uh, this earth, this community, this um, these families, these churches, and our um, time that we have with each other. And life is way too short to be at this level of animus and, you know, constant struggle. Anger, Who wants to have this type of bitterness yeah. all your life? Yeah, that's, that's right. right. It, it really just takes a toll Ooh, on you. That's true. I, I don't know how people live with hatred. I, I really don't. I, I, I'm telling you what, somebody, and I'm not going to sit here and lie and say somebody has really not made me very, very angry because people have made me exceptionally angry. Right. Mm-hmm. But I try, and, and even before I even learned the scripture where it says be angry and sin not, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Mm-hmm. Even before I knew that, I always knew I cannot keep this on me because it was a burden that was too heavy of a lift. I can't carry this around. I mean, I need to get out. I don't need this in my wheelhouse. Um, so let me move away from it. So, I mean, that type of, of behavior and that type of, of spirit to be in and on somebody at a constant level, it really, I just don't see how they can um, live. Um, live like that. It's a lot of energy. Yeah. It does. And you have to, you're not only destroying yourself, but you, you're, destroying, you, you're destroying everybody around you. Let's mm-hmm. get that really put down to you know foundational level yeah. once you run out of people to attack yeah and you still got that spirit in you yeah. 
then you're going to start attacking everybody, everybody around else, you. Yeah. Um, everybody's, I mean, you're just going to run from one enemy to the next. And once you exterminate one, don't think that you're not, that you're going to be able to like, Oh, okay. Now that I got that part done, no, it's going to change over. It's going to be, it's going to be creating a whole other the new next, fashion, yeah, the next person, new um, situation. The so, next focus of your hate, right? Yeah. So my prayer is, you know, just that that the scriptures does come to life. First mm. um, John four seven and they beloved, let us love one another. Mm-hmm. For lovers of God and everyone that loves is born of God. He that loveth not, knoweth not oh, God. God. Because God is, is love. love. Yes. Right. And that will be the only thing that will survive the test of time. Yes. Amen? Amen. Amen. We're going to pray and then we'll come we'll um, come back and then we'll talk about what we're going to talk about tonight. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Most gracious and heavenly Father, we thank you so much, dear God, for this Wednesday morning. We thank you, or Wednesday evening, God. We just thank you for this Wednesday. We thank you, God, that you found in that robbery to wake us up today, dear God, and to call us to do those things that you assigned our hands to do on today. Now, God, we just pray a special prayer over this nation, over this globe, dear God, and that you might help us to see each other like you see us, dear God, just as your creation, loved by you, created by you, created for you, and that we might stick true to that thing you commanded us to do, which is to love one another like we love ourselves, and first and foremost, loving you. These and all of the blessings we ask in the matchless name of Jesus the Christ. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Thank Almighty God. Thank Almighty God. Amen. 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 So we wanted to, it's, it's Holy Week. Mm-hmm. And I pray that everybody's been observing all week long and been praying for other folk and been trying to, you know, do a, a, a real spiritual assessment. Right. Amen. And get close to God. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, we're not in it the way we used to be in it. No. It's not. No. And I miss that so much. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I I used to love just like all week long looking forward to the different meetings that were going to be in the church. Mm-hmm. And then you get to the church and then you have that anointed power that's there. Yeah. And it just washes over you. And when it's washing over you, it gives you that strength to continue on. And no matter how difficult you're going through something through your day, if you knew you were going to be gathering around the saints that evening, whatever it was, you just dismissed it. Mm-hmm. What we have done, though, is we have engaged the secular mm-hmm. and released the spiritual. spiritual. Mm-hmm. And we're weakened because of it. So I was like, you know what? When I sat down, I said, you know, some of the things that, what do we used to do that really put us in that mode? Mm-hmm. And we had, it's cultural. Yeah. Every year. <laughs> every year. Every year. Every year. <laughs> long as I've been living. Yes. Huh? Yes. Because this thing came out in 1956. Yeah. I wasn't around in 1956 Last century with Tyndale because he was talking junk earlier exactly. about, yeah, that movie's older than y'all. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's been around since 1956. Yes. And I remember, there are people who are not churched that this was their annual church meet. This is the only way they found this out is the what story, they got. right? It, it's not scripturally <laughs> tight. Right, exactly. It, it, if you read the Bible, this take right. commandments, it ain't there. It's entertainment. <laughs> exactly that. It's entertainment, yeah. and it gets you, but it, it gave us something. Mm-hmm. I think that the whole storyline and everything, the narration, and then the power and authority, the big voice that came, I am the Lord thy God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Thou shalt not have other gods before. And, and he just like, stood up, oh, my God, I never go. That was my first time I ever got scared. And the I was like, oh, man. Did y'all yeah. not hear that voice? Yeah. I'm yeah. Not- <laughs> and after he would say that big thunder that was coming out. That's right. Fire coming out of the sky and writing on the tablets. I was like, I ain't messing with this guy. Huh? And they would say, you know what? His God must be your God. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. all right, cool. And the whole army just got swallowed yeah, up by the waters. Yeah. And that big pillar of fire and smoke. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, what we're going to do is we're going to go through the stories oh, that warm, warm our hearts. Everybody has a Ten Commandments story. <laughs> and I'm telling you, I've heard the wives at least a hundred times. 
She has one where nine nine pop pop. I've heard it three times a year. Every year, it's required listening in my house. And, and about the snakes. I'm all I'm gonna say is that part. I'm gonna leave the rest of it to her because she just takes such a great enjoyment. And I know that um, I sent you with Tyndale. He's raised up by a great grandmother who was a powerful um, woman in our church. Mm-hmm. Virtuous in all ways. I know she had his look behind taking the, uh, the bath and then right after the bath, sit down. Because that's, that's the way we do it. Yeah, Go take right. the bath that's after it. you eat and you sit there, you all fresh, clean and lotioned up. And you sit down in front of the, the Ten Commandments and you sit down and watch this great theater that has been there. I don't, all the years of my life, there has not been one year where I've not seen this. That's right. I've seen this every year. Yeah. And it has been a blessing because what it did is it brought family together. Mm-hmm. And not only brought family together, you had an experience that there was something greater and where it can't, even though, like I said, it's not scripturally correct. You knew basically where um, everything was coming from and how right. it was mm-hmm. all laid out. And so you gave over that, that degree of respect. And then you, you moved your way into a church setting later and you found out the um, real portions of the story. But it never took away from this. There is no remix out there. This one. I think it's one. Not this. This is this is Heston. Oh, not of this one. No, no. no this. Somebody tried to like totally like redo it and it, nah, it was Don't terrible. mess with this. Yeah. Don't mess with this. Don't ever I'm going to be, you know, 90s if I get to be a centennial, I'm gonna be 100 years old, and it's gonna be Easter time. Like we we watching Ten Commandments. We watching. Ten, I've been watching Ten Commandments all my life. Somebody get my teeth. Get my teeth. And we really? watching Ten Commandments up really? in here. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna have all my. By then, yeah, you gonna have all of them because I'm gonna pay for them. Amen. <laughs> That's how they gonna be. <laughs> But that's been, you know, mine, and I'm going to have a story that's going to be for mine. All of the great actors that came out of this, Heston, Brenner. Everybody knows Brenner. That was one you fly Brenner. brother. Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah, Mr. Ball with the ball head. That's Smooth. it, man. I'm telling you. And them, uh-huh. them, them bad um, sandals they was walking around with. Uh-huh. I like a good sandal. You know oh, I my just... God. Them was some fly sandals, hey, man. Hey. All right. Hey. So we're going to, we got a caller? Yeah. Who is it? It is. Hello. Oh hey, that's okay. mom. Hold on, yeah, you call you called to share your story. Wait, wait, wait. I want if that's gonna be, I want to get it running the right way. So I need you to call. I need you to share your story about watching the Ten Commandments. What you? What I'm gonna have you do is you gonna call her back. Okay. All right. All right. Yes. Okay. We live Amen. on the air. That was All right. Mother, I'll call you back. That was Mother Washington. We gonna call her. I gotta again. call you Amen. back after I finish figuring it out how to get you on the line. Amen. So okay. at this time we're gonna we're gonna move around the room and what we'll do is we'll let you and Mother Washington tell y'all at the same time. Is that good? Uh, I don't know yet. <laughs> I want to hear it all too. I want the secrets and everything else. <clears throat> so we're gonna let Licentia with um, Tyndale go as we set up the um, phone conversation um, with Mother Washington. Amen. Amen. So the pastor is correct. That movie is. It's a tradition that you have to watch it. So I remember as a kid growing up with my great grandmother, Mother Holly, we would have to watch this, watch the Ten Commandments. And the part, there's actually two parts that stand out to me the most in the movie. Uh, one, I would, I would always remember asking my grandmother, there are no black people in the movie. And I will always say that to her. And I would say, Mom, we're, you know, this, we're in Egypt, where's the, the blacks? And mom, you know, if you knew, you knew my grandmother would say, just watch the movie because it's on right now. That's what her response would always be. Just watch the movie. So that was always the first question that I would ask all the time is where's, where's the black people in this movie? But there's a part in the movie that I really like because it's a powerful part, but it's funny. When Moses is coming down off the mountain and he's telling the people about the, he has a tablets in his hand and they're standing there by the calf and he's saying, y'all ain't going to listen. He throws the tablets and the, 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 yes, like he throws the tablets. Y'all going to die by the tablets and the fire starts. And did it hit that idol? They it did. Just it it did. Yeah. And it started, it started moving it and fire. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm a believer. Hey man, you ain't got mm. to tell me nothing else. I'm good with it. So that part is like uh, all, you know, it's always, it's like, okay, now that really is scary. But 
what the pastor was talking about earlier, when Moses is up there and God was giving him the commandments, the lightning mm-hmm. to the commandments was like, okay, mm-hmm. this is something. God is coming down with the lightning. And so that was another powerful part also. But also what it gets me, and I know it's going to sound funny, when Moses stands there, I, I don't, I'm afraid to tell, I'm, I'm a little ashamed to tell the story because y'all are going to make fun of me. Let me tell you. I'm, you know we're going to make fun of you. But when Moses, when I first saw this movie, I would, Moses stands up there and he puts the staff out and the, the Red Sea parts. Uh-huh. When I was a kid, we had a, a porch in the front of our house. I would take the shovel and I would stand on the uh, the deck and act like I was Moses <laughs> and that the stuff was parting. Dude, uh, don't worry about it. Oh, Everybody so, was and, to mimic yeah. um, Heston. Oh, oh, I got yeah. my own every yeah. year I still do. <laughs> and I would wait for stuff like the leaves to move and I would say, oh yeah, it's working now. So you always have your little moment there. And I was the one you saw, you know, the Ten Commandments. When they got when you got to the actual part, I'm thinking to myself, the water that was standing up there and they all go by. And you look how people the people were scared to go by. They were like, oh Lord, grabbing everything up. Let's get across this this, this red sea. Uh-huh. And it was just those were some of the, 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 the moments in the movie that it really is all like you say, it wasn't really scriptural, but it gave you something to start with. Yes. For you to start get interested in it, mm-hmm. that you wanted to start reading the Bible and say, okay, this is, this is what happened in the movie, and this is actually what the Word says. So it's really a good, if you can have the tradition, I think everyone should, to sit down with their children and their grandchildren because it's a conversation starter. Mm-hmm. Because my thing mm-hmm. was to so my grandma, where are, where are the black people? And that was a conversation that we started to begin to have about the word. So it it was it's a great tradition, and I know I had that moment when I had that shovel in my hand. And I'm telling you, to this day, those leaves moved. They parted. <laughs> I'm going by yeah. it. I'm going with it. I'm going with it. Yeah. So that's my that's my that's my. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give y'all a trivia contest as well because I got some stuff up. So here's here's the first part of them. All right. Um, Edward G. Robinson. What was his name in the movie? Um, he was the one who was uh, Seti. No, not no. Seti. He was the the, ta- the little tattletale, the little that little one. Yeah, I, I thought can't you knew who it was. Name. What was his name in the what movie? Was his I, don't name. Know his name. I know he Y'all, was by the he was by with a D. Wait, okay, wait. His oh, that's the one who was to tell all the stuff. I know, I can see his face, but I, I, don't know, his, um, I don't remember his name. He was a little, he was a little rat. Yeah, the rat. Oh, what's his name? Oh goodness, began with Dathan. Dathan, that was his name. That was his name. Okay. All right, everybody can do the your sister your Nina. Brand. Don't be um googling. Stop. <laughs> she said Nathan. You was real close. She said Nathan. Uh-huh. It was Dathan. It was closest. Uh-huh. Good job, sister Nina. She All right. might have just had a typo on with the keys. You know, I know how that goes. Who was the actress to play Nefertari? Ooh, I don't know her. I don't know. Ann Baxter. I do know her. Yeah. <laughs> Is he That's my... who she was? Yeah. A young Ann Baxter. Is he my lie from that movie now? I they live in my heart. <laughs> Wait, don't start that because that's a whole nother thing for me. Like watching the Jeffersons now, seeing most of them are deceased, it's hard to watch. Uh-huh. So don't put that in my head, please. Uh, they still living. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, the rest of these, y'all ain't going to know. I mean, y'all ain't old enough to know who all these people were. John Derrick played the role of Joshua. Oh, my favorite. Yes. All right, let's keep on going on. You know, what I used to do. Uh, Maurice, uh, let's say Tyndale is every time the movie was over, and this movie was like what? It's like three twenty hours it's long. It's a long movie. It's, it's a like long three movie. and a half yeah. hours long. It's more than three and a half hours long. I think it's three plus. It's two part. It's an intermission of three, right? You had. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, they had. Yeah. Old school used to have the little they, intermission they, go yeah, across the screen on the TV in the beginning. Like what's five or ten minutes? I remember that. I remember that. They don't do that anymore. No, they don't. They take you straight through. Ah, good memory. Yeah, and and I think it's also commercial free, so that's why it has to be that way. Because right, aren't it? Isn't it commercial free now? I don't know. They need to make it commercial free. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so long. It's long. It's you long. you age like Moses when you I watch that true. thing. Everybody come out with white hair <laughs> at the end of that joint, long. man. I'm telling you, you watching Moses for a long time, <laughs> but it kept you glued to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every time um, I would uh, finish with it, I would go around the house for at least a week. So every time I, every time I told somebody something, so let it be written, so, so let it be done. done. Oh my god! Every time somebody challenged me in my house for at least a week, so let it be written, 
So sell it or so let it be done. Oh, gosh. Yes, he would. Huh? Yes. I think I even took that to church with me a couple oh, times. Oh, my god. I think I did, especially on Easter Sunday. Yeah, at the end of the sermon, here's the benediction. So let it be written. So let it be done. Amen. All right, let's go ahead. Yeah, that, that part right there is funny because so let the name of Moses be stricken. Do do. Yes, he walked away. You know, with his back turned to said he went in the, in the chains and all of that kind of stuff. Oh, that's funny. That's oh, funny. Oh my gosh. Uh -huh. All right, let's go ahead with this story, y'all. Okay, wait. First of all, let me just say this. Let me say this. This is so funny to me. Let me just say, Brother Licentia Tidell said there was no, he used to ask the question of why there were no um, black people. But I remember distinctly, that was the one thing that stood out for me the most when they showed up. Because there were some there, like the Queen Nefertiri. Um, remember when she came, um, Queen of Sheba, when she came in. And they was dancing around with bikinis on. Well, nobody in Pharaoh land with bikinis. I'm telling you, that's exactly where Eddie Murphy had to get that from. Yeah, from coming to America. The same thing we did, yes. Wasn't nobody back in biblical times dressed like that. That was so funny. That's why I remember that. I remember that because they were so regal and beautiful and just that's the other thing I remember about this movie the colors I bet like, if any of them are so... still alive ain't none of them moving like that no more Stop. <laughs> <laughs> the colors are so vibrant mm -hmm. right and just it's like the cinematic, uh, the thing, the whole, the way they colored this 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 movie when they oh you yeah know, when they did because oh it, well, it was black and white right because he did it as a voice because he did it first as a silent uh -huh. movie. Uh-huh. And then after that it came up the other way. Hey, wasn't man, the beginning the, wasn't the beginning black and white, then they went to color. Yes, I think part I'm, of the movie. Because sure. it wasn't and then we it went to a color portion of it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that it was uh, um done up in um black and white and then they Because I remember it. when they were in this the slave scene, I think it was black and white, and then we start going going to the color uh, portion of it. That's that's where yeah, I Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I think it was always done that way, right? Yeah, because it was. I know it was a mixture of it. Yeah, yeah. Because I re I remember when um yeah because when they turned the water blue, everybody was talking about look how blue the water is. Yeah, I, do, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, it's yeah. like the whole year. Everybody talking about look how blue the water. Mm -hmm. I don't even know if the water was is blue out there. Uh huh. Is uh -huh. it? It's uh it's probably brown. I don't think it's blue. Oh. Yeah, I don't think it's blue either. We don't look at ours with the cedar yeah, and yeah, the yeah, brown yeah. lake around us, mm. the green lakes that is in Michigan. So what makes us think it was why was it turned blue? I don't know, because everybody thinks water is blue. You know how that goes. When blues the blue waters from the Caribbean. Uh, it's you know? called the Red Sea out there though. But, <laughs> I don't know. Well eventually it turned um red because Moses was the playing red. with the waters. Amen. That's so that's so that's a couple of things that that was some of the things that I remember. Look but at then Maurice over there in his Bible reading the Exodus story, trying to figure <laughs> out what's real and what's not. I I had, to go back. I had to go back to it because I did. Look You're at right. y'all. Raise that Bible up. I, I did. I did. I did go back <laughs> to it. over there reading the um, story. I, I said, let me go back and look at the, uh, the go back at it. I, oh, I, that's so funny. <laughs> uh, I, I, ooh, I would say something right there, but I'm going to keep that off for offline. No, we, we, we're not looking for <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something um, about that reading. the Bible literate, literal story. Right, right, right. We're looking at our cultural I know, I, I know, I Dr. know. Dr. Heston going on okay, here. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and uh, Dr. Heston and, and I know what the first thing going to say, but we can talk about it offline because I know what she's going to say. Mm -hmm. And no, they, they didn't that. have that. They weren't dressed like that back then mm -hmm. either. Uh-uh, Sister Naina said the haram dancers belly dancing. Yeah, that's what they were doing. That was, <laughs> they, they did that a lot in that movie with the with the shears and the bells and the, you know, all. The, that's another thing because I love fashion. Oh, my gosh, the clothes. Well, like I loved it. I love watching. I love watching their clothing, and I'm um, just seeing how pretty the colors were. And then here's the other thing about this movie that is so absolutely great: the lines. They are classic. Yeah, they, they got, got some good. Some they got some real stingers, go especially when that scene when um when uh Pharaoh's daughter, what's her name, Nefertiri, uh -huh. when um she is you know because she's so in love with Moses, right? When the uh, husband um. And it gets down to like the plagues and all that stuff is happening, and he's getting ready to go out there and go go after him. And she's now she on his side, you know his pharaoh now, right? Go, you go and you get him because I think the stop the time the son had died, uh -huh. so she's hands him the sword, right? You go and you get him and you you bring his head back to me or something like that, right? Uh -huh. And he and um or br make sure he bring me bring me back his blood or something. And he says, yes, my love, 
I yeah. will to mingle with yours. Exactly. And it's so yeah. like it's yeah. so it's really, so dramatic. Really, yeah, I mean, is. you can the look on her face is so hilarious. I just I love the way that they the, the lines were always so like really powerful. And, I, and, I and Dude that. was a straight player. When she tried never cheer, tried to throw herself at him. Exactly. And he said, I'm gonna read that. There is a beauty beyond the census, Nefertiri. <laughs> beauty like the quiet of green valleys and still waters. Beauty of the spirit that you cannot understand. Look at that. Well, she was trying to just go ahead and, and throw all of her life on him. Like, you like, nah. Moses. Bag up. Moses. <laughs> <laughs> That's how she got me, y'all. That's how she got me. Uh uh, all right, so listen, my, my story that the pastor has heard, I'm sure some of you all have heard it as well, because I've told it in church, I think, before. You. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pastor, don't. <laughs> don't. All right. So, okay, so here's my story. For those of you in YouTube land who have not yet heard my story, <laughs> my grandparents used to come over, because I think they used to show the Ten Commandments on Palm Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was Palm Sunday it was shown um, they've changed it over the years in terms of when they air it, because I think this weekend is going to come on on Saturday. Mm -hmm. But at any rate, or was it Easter Sunday at one point? Any rate, whenever mm -hmm. it was on, my grandparents, um, Emmanuel Amy Church, Tuckahoe, New York, they used to, um, you know, they, that's that was their, their home church. And they used to come over in to New Jersey. They lived in Tuckahoe. It took about, I guess, an hour and a half to get from, maybe I might, that might be long maybe an hour or so to get from East Orange to Tucko. Mm -hmm. So my grandfather is was terrified of snakes. I mean, terrified of snakes. Mm -hmm. So every time Moses took that staff and he turned into a snake, he literally would put his legs up in a chair and he would turn his head like that. He'd be like, is it going? Is it going? And we would always laugh. And my nephew, even when my nephew was younger, right, he would see uh, my grandfather do that. And it would be the funniest thing in the world to us. I mean, even when I was an adult, I used to crack up at that. And then um, they would always get ready to leave to go home and say, all right, well, we're going to leave because um, maybe by the time we get home, Moses be ready to part the waters because that was my grandmother's favorite part. <laughs> so it was always so funny how they would have it timed just right in the movie that by the time they got home, she would get to see Moses part the water. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so very cool. I also yeah. um, remember a portion of it that, that confused me. I was like, this don't sound, this don't seem right. Remember when Pharaoh came and they were, Moses was already sent to finish making the, um, uh -huh. the city. Uh-huh. And the king had to come through the front door. Okay. And then when they were up there and Moses' brother was talking all kinds of crazy garbage <laughs> and trash. <laughs> and he sat there just all as cool as he could be and dropping like little weights on the scale and like clunk, clunk. Because he was like, I'm, I'm going to get you. Mm -hmm. And by the time I'm done with you, then the, um, That's right. the weight is going to fall yes. in my favor. Yeah, yeah. And then um, after Moses just played so cool. He watched him go through all those steps. Then he was like, all right, let me, you know, play yourself. Let me go ahead let and show, show you something. That's right. Show you, show you back, I tell you. <laughs> then he's going to take and roll back the, the curtain. curtain. <laughs> this whole city. <laughs> and a whole city full of um, um, work going on. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. And they dragging a big um, um, statue. Of, of Seti. This, this tall as the uh. Empire State Building. <laughs> they got a thousand people pulling on this thing. Yeah. And then they setting up the mm -hmm. obelisk or the uh, obelisk or something like uh -huh. that in one in uh -huh. one area, uh -huh. and everybody going through. How in the world? And the king just thought, Oh wow, <laughs> Moses, thank you so very much, dude. How you get in there without seeing all that? <laughs> it's a movie. How bro. did you? Right. I was like. I was, when I was a kid, I was like, didn't he see that when he came in? And then how Moses' brother going to play himself in real time? Because he had to see all this going on before you start trying to step into the plate uh -huh. and then throw shade. Uh -huh. He's going to pull the curtain back on you, man. It was crazy. That's oh, the same gosh. thing that happened though when... Uh, they were he Moses part of the Red Sea and Pharaoh was up there in the mountain. How they get across there so fast and Pharaoh never got down there that quick to get him? Well, because the Lord said, I, I know, I'm just saying, but that's what happened though. They just are taking their time crossing. Pharaoh's up there saying, "We gotta go. To, we can't turn back. We gotta go down here." 
and look what happened. It was crazy. They did take their time, though. They did all yes. that singing and tambourine banging. I know. I know. I'm talking all about. All the cows and, and donkeys and, and stuff. And why the ducks had to go across the driveway? Y'all get up there and get out the way. Swim your back across the water. We don't need you walking on dry land oh right now. Oh, my goodness. And, huh? and, and the other part, so when Moses was 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 a baby, right, and remember, what's her name? Memnit. Memnit. That was the the nurse. Mm-hmm. Um, remember, she took and, and hid the uh, the Hebrew cloth. Yeah, yeah. And that was in the whole another thing, just the way that uh, Nefertiti was so, you know, like you're not gonna tell. This is not gonna happen. You're not gonna take my man away Choked from me. Choked her out. Straight through and tossed her. What did you toss her over? Did you uh, hear like a little scream? Yeah, tossed her over the uh, balcony. <laughs> Those were the like, days. Oh my goodness. Really? Those were the days. Really? <laughs> Are you gonna give me trouble? Ain't nobody gonna be checking for you. Not around here. <laughs> Those were some days back then. Oh, gosh. Then. I got there's so many um, really good scenes. I remember seeing a, a comic clip that just, I kept on uh, for a minute. It was either a comic clip on the, uh, I kept it or it was um, on the computer that I just like, I had it on the computer for a while. But it was a, it was both sides of the um, sea was um, um, depicted in the comic strip. And it was a fish head looking out of one side. Mm. And he was basically like, my boss is not going to ever believe the reason why I'm late coming to work. Because <laughs> he couldn't get you the other That's side, right. basically, where he was working. Because it was dry. That's the oh, centerpiece, yeah. Oh, goodness. So, yeah, I thought you would probably like that since how you're an HR guy. Yeah. Uh, Sister McBride, really? What'd she say? Talking about she hasn't watched the movie in years. What? Man. But I will. McBride, you out the club. <laughs> You are out the club. I, I'm telling you, I can't wait to watch it on um, even on this Saturday, show. Yeah, I start shaking I think if it's I don't Saturday see it. Saturday at 7 p.m. I know, and then the moments that you like forget to turn on, turn it on, and then you you notice it's on. You're like, oh my goodness, what did I miss? Yeah, I like missed you two had hours. That's okay. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm still good. I'm still good. Two hours doing I'm still good. I'm still good. Yeah, I'm not even halfway done with I this thing yet. The good part, but I love the burning bush scene. Like that, that right there was so. Like you said, when you're a kid and you see the burning bush, you really mm-hmm. do, you know, as a kid, you really are like, oh, my gosh, you are in such awe of this bush burning mm-hmm. and not really burning up, right? The fire and the way it just, the, the fireballs come flying around and, and Moses, you know, with his hand like this. It was, you, you know, it's funny that the way that they depicted this, they made this movie in 1956. And they, you know, softly based it upon a story from, Way back, right? Antiquated history. Yeah. So what's funny? Folks still act the exact same way. You better say mm-hmm. that. That's true. I told y'all. Remember, I said folks still acting the exact same. That's right. On, on, way. on Sunday, I shared something that I thought that was really good. Was that? Don't be talking about I got a little Indian in my family. You better talk about you got some Israelite. Oh my God. <laughs> Folks, they still, still acting the exact same. Ain't nothing changed. <laughs> exactly. We, you know, nothing has changed. The, the, the society, the culture, everything is exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm surprised the Lord letting this, this um, rock spin. Well, one thing that I, I, I can say is, is, is the same too, that, is true to the actual biblical story mm-hmm. was the part that always got me with Aaron. It's just like, dude, you yeah. you a priest, right? You down with Moses. You are the voice of God when Moses is not the one doing the talking. You the one doing the talking. Moses, God shaped. gives it to Moses. Moses gives it to you. You supposed to do it. As soon as Dathan shows up talking about so Moses ain't coming down from there. We gonna yeah. get this golden calf going on. And here you go, just right away. Give me all you go. Give me all you go, and just go ahead and make this thing immediately. No fussing. No. 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 No negotiating. No. Yeah. Listen, y'all. You know. Uh, Aaron's shaky even in the Bible. Though. That's what I'm saying. Is the same. That is not different from yeah. the biblical story. Yeah. That's not different. That's exactly what he did then. Because he's um, older. Yeah. Older. Older brother, and um, he even got in trouble with God. Mm-hmm. Talking trash. Talking trash. Talking about something. You talk to me too. Yeah, God talked to me. Yeah. <laughs> we had that inside of our Bible reading this past week. Mm-hmm. God talked to me. So why, um, why do we just need to listen to Moses? Yeah. He didn't went off and married that Ethiopian girl anyway, <laughs> so we don't need to listen to him no more. Him and Mary of all. And God told them both, "Y'all get out here so I can talk to y'all." Mm-hmm. See, God wasn't playing no games back then. Yeah. We get away. Oh, I'm my. telling y'all, grace 
and mercy is sufficient. Mm -hmm. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Grace is more than sufficient. That's right. That's right. Man, if we didn't have grace, yes. Wouldn't nobody be sitting on this earth to talk to me? I'd be righteous right here by, all by myself. Mm -hmm. All y'all be gone. Okay, okay, okay. Really fast. We, we were rich. I'll be like, I'll be like, what? I'll be like Elijah. <laughs> oh God, there's none left here but me. I'm the only one who follow you. I'm the only one who oh, listens Lord. to you. Really? Oh, y'all be gone. Pastor. Y'all y'all be in heaven, but y'all be gone. Y'all can't. Y'all won't be able to be down. You be the only one here. The grace. You be the only one here. No. <laughs> you be the only one here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That movie really um, it stood the test of time. It's time, honor, um, tradition. It invokes a thought that is warm, yeah. that is nurturing, mm -hmm. that is familiar. Mm -hmm. We need to have more familiar things. Everybody always wants things fast and new and furious. Right, 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 but right. I think you need to have some familiar things going on in your life. Yeah. When you get a chance just to, to um, bop out of the uh, rat race, we mm -hmm. used to call that the rat race. They don't call it the rat race anymore because everybody's in it. And you settle down, you need to have something that's going to give you a familiar touch, mm -hmm. something that you can reach and hold on to. Um, something, you know, we, we talk about hymns, we talk about verses, but we also need to have things that, you know, from our upbringing. And if you have children or family that's around you, keep a honored tradition going. I mean, I'm not saying this as a, um, a, a shout out for the movie. I mean, right, I ain't right, getting no right. money from these right. uh, residuals. Mm -hmm. I hope they gave them a good contract. Mm -hmm. um, I'll get so much money every time this thing is showed because mm -hmm. well, the family's getting because they're dead. Yeah, I'm talking about before when they were still living too. Because oh, yeah. this thing still why you why you come that at was, me like that? Right, that was one job. Huh? Right? I kept giving. Don't make me open the curtains up on you. <laughs> uh, you see how he came at me every chance he get. <laughs> I just pointed out. Let the record reflect that the most the people are not. Oh goodness! I, we don't even know though. So who looked it up? I mean, who? Anybody from this original cast still with us? The movie's made in nineteen. They were old in nineteen fifty-six. The people in nineteen fifty-six are still no, living today. They were exactly. old. They, they were old. Then. They were old in How you know they were old? Maybe the little They're boy, younger than you. A feral son may be alive. Oh, are you but, uh, right now? Uh, he old as dirt himself. Over there trying to talk some stuff. It's a lot of people right now watching saying, I'm you know what, he is out of his mind. That's not, what I, that's not what I said. What I said was the people who were playing the nature cast were old. So, like no, no, no. <laughs> They could have been in their 20s. First of all, you know good well, Yul Brenner was not in his 20s. Now, maybe not you, but I'm saying some of them could have been in their 20s. So, we talk about somebody who's just 65 years old. When they, when they, if they were born in that year. They're just 65. Exactly. I'm not, yeah, but they weren't born and playing in that movie, Pastor Hayes. Yeah, I didn't say that, but somebody yeah, I, was in I, there I just, in their 20s or below. It's a possibility they're in their 80s. So that means they're in their but 80s. But majority of the major casts are uh, in First Lady. Saying, you just said it, all of them were gone. <laughs> I'm just saying. Let the record reflect. Let the record reflect. Exactly. Help him. Let the record reflect. That's not, oh, Lord. Somebody help him. Somebody but, you know, like I was saying before, Rudy interrupted by the last century with his um, crazy stories, amen, that the Ten Commandments is something that we ought to uh, continue. I'm, I'm telling you, it's not a biblical, um, accurate story. Mm -hmm. But Just what... Bits and pieces, right? Yeah, bits and pieces. Mm -hmm. But what it did, mm. what it did is it brought us together, one, it gave you a sense of the awesomeness of God. Amen. It did. It really did. Mm -hmm. um, it gave you a, um, a a moment of theater where it taught us that you can, you need to go and have a conversation with God. Yeah. That's good. And when you have the conversation that you need to, give the conversation some time Amen. Um, because in the movie they remember they started going crazy it's like he's been up there for so long mm -hmm. he ain't he ain't alive no more he's been on the mountaintop too long <laughs> he's not coming that's back that's when that golden camp yeah, came out that's when everybody got naked mm -hmm. and sound of war that's in the right. camp and that ain't sound of and war that's when that's when that's he was party like, that's when God was like that's peppermint lounge 
Really? Don't start. <laughs> <laughs> that's you and McBride. McBride. That's you and McBride up Listen, in the Peppermint Lounge. That's going when, at it. Uh, that's what God said. Your people uh-huh. <laughs> down there acting like crazy. Over there just doing their thing. Uh-huh. And, and, and you have all of these things um, come together. And the other the, the aspect of it show us that your wisdom increases. Amen. When you are in God's presence. Mm-hmm. Um, because every time, this was one of the things that is um, written out in the Bible. When he came down off the mountain, he still had that anointed glow on him. Mm-hmm. And he, he covered his face mm-hmm. um, to prevent the people from, you know, seeing them, thinking or believing that it, it faded. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was something about you must stay in the presence of God mm-hmm. to receive a a blessing of this sort. Right. And you have to take the time, like I said, to, to um, do it. And around you, don't worry about it because there can be a whole lot of chaos going on around you. But God's going to still take care of all of that. And you just have to do your part. Yeah, I like um, I like that because even to, to really apply it to what we're reading now um, in our study is that piece where... Um, you know, God tells him because he was disobedient, right, that Moses was, that he won't get to see the, pro- like, enter into the promised land. And I know the Ten Commandments ends with him just kind of at the end getting ready to part ways with them. Mm-hmm. And just the leadership of Moses and the tra- the apprenticeship of Joshua mm-hmm. and how, you know, that whole transition of power took place, which was really cool. Even up to Moses at the very end when God was like, yeah, you're going to die. And you're not going to be the one. So, you know, Moses even, he advocated on behalf of the people um, to say, listen, send them somebody. Give them somebody who will. And then that's when God said, you know, well, Joshua is the one who has the spirit on him. Bring him. And this is what we'll do. We'll go before the people and we'll tell the people that this is going to be their new lead. And it was a transition of power that was um, respected, mm-hmm. you know, from the people because the people saw that Joshua too, right? Mm-hmm. was was right there mm-hmm. and, and, and was following along with what Moses did. So I think it is a great lesson in leadership. Lesson in leadership. Yeah. We're gonna, um, get you as well. But I, uh, another very powerful piece uh, for me is that God reinstates you. Mm-hmm. 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 You can do something incredibly bad because mm-hmm. you do. He, 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 he killed kill somebody. He killed somebody. That's right. And then after he did that, he um, did not, you know, pay for it. Mm-hmm. He ran away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He ran away. So knows he was back there listening. <laughs> yeah. And then in the midst of all of that, because there had to have been something about his heart that was correct because God still called him. Mm, that's good. Yeah. To have him do a great work. So there's nothing that we are doing that we have done. If your heart is right, God will still use you. And remember, Pastor, in the actual biblical narrative, right? Not just his heart, but what did it say? He said that God found Moses to be the most humble on earth. Right. So humility. And God loved him. Right. And and even um, King himself had to go back on his own decree because love conquered that you will not speak the name Moses ever right, again. Right. And before he died, yeah. he repented mm-hmm. and lament. He lamented his whole life that he did that. He, did. he knew he brought, he did something wrong mm-hmm. because it broke his heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then he like on my deathbed, I will you know break my own rules, my own laws, mm-hmm. and I will speak his name. Mm-hmm. And just the the gravity, the weight being lifted off. So I mean. It's never too late to undo stuff that you've done. The sooner you undo, or mm-hmm. then the sooner that weight will come off of you. That's right. And no matter what you've done, if you get your heart back right again, Amen. if you're spending time with God, you have reverence for God, and you're loving people, and you're doing the right thing, because the story immediately picked up that he went from this wrong portion to going and protecting um, Jethro's daughters. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. And um, then, all right, one good act 
lead to another good. We don't have all of the acts, right. but it's going to lead to another. And I'm not just saying that Moses did not, after all this stuff, didn't have a hard life. His brother had a real hard life. Mm -hmm. Anytime you're leading God's people, you're going to have a hard life. Those Israelites and, uh, were stubborn. Yeah, and they really gave <laughs> they him. They gave it to him. I mean, run for his money. Yeah. Even to the point of, you know, he he, he had to get punished mm -hmm. because he didn't do what God told him to do. He went down there and struck the rock. And that was because they made him so angry. That's right. They, they made him angry. He struck the rock. And um, then he could not go into the promised land because of that. Right. So, you know what? God, this is what we always talk about. God is sovereign. Where it seems like some things he's like, all right, cool, I can, I'll let you slide on that. But other things he's like, nah, I can't let you slide on this part. But let me tell you what I'm going to do. So you never know. So the only thing we should be doing is just striving the best we can to do what's right. Amen. So it's not to get us in a position that we have to lay out at the altar and then wait for however way sovereign God will determine how he's going to uh, address our um our shortcomings. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And yeah, this this movie really established a foundation in me. Mm -hmm. And it was the first thing because when I was a kid and I was being sat in front of this thing by my grandmother and my mother and all as a family, I mean, we were not churched. Mm -hmm. There was no church involved. Um, there was no Sunday school involved. No sermons involved. This was my sermon. This was my annual sermon, and it poured into me. It was my seed. It was my seed, and then after that, everything else has been watering Ordered. this yeah. um, piece. So that's good. I mean, it's been. I mean, you said leadership. I'm talking from a position of it shows us the uh, forgiveness mm -hmm. that God is willing to forgive. Yeah. Um, whatever we have gone through, and we should not walk around carrying these loads of guilt and shame, because the Lord can atone for your sins. And his blood that he shed, and we observed that during this early week, holy week, um, that he shed is used to wash us yeah. and forgive us. Amen? Amen. All right. What kind of uh, peace? Well, I, I, to me, you, you know, tr the tradition of watching it, it was, it was absolutely great because you look back on those memories. But also, I think what's powerful for me is that Moses' mother because we didn't talk about this, when she puts him in the baskets and put, puts him in the Nile, to me, she to, just the love. I think the love there to say that she wasn't going to, she was doing everything she could to save her son, and she knew that um, she had to put him in the basket. And, you know, Although, I think to myself when I watched the movie, he's going down the Nile. It's really going to get to someplace else. Mm -hmm. But it's just the mother's love in the movie that was so strong that she was going to do everything that she could to do to save her son. And that's what I look at even in this Holy Week, that God's love is so strong for us that he had to send his son down here for us. I mean, the sacrifice that is always there, that's what, that's really what gets me as about the sacrifice that God makes for us, even when we don't deserve it, he makes a way. So that's the connection that I had was the mother placing Moses in the basket and then just remembering that God sent Jesus here for us. So that's 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 three very good things: leadership, mm -hmm. forgiveness, mm -hmm. and sacrifice. Mm -hmm. These are incredible tenets of, that come out of this, and it is loaded with more. Mm -hmm. It's loaded with more, but these are three. Do you have any comments that are um, for um, lifting up? No. Everybody's just basically saying, "Amen." Yeah, I remember this. I remember that. Hey, yeah, they're just saying, "Amen," and that's cool, and bits and pieces, and stuff like that, but. Um, yeah, so if you got anything that you want to shoot to us real quick, throw it in the chat section, a comment, um, a, a memory, a um, anything. So to God be the glory, amen. What we um, wanted to do this week was just bring something that's a little bit light, mm -hmm. encourage you to continue to um, be in prayer um, with God and have some reflection. Um, on your life, how you're living, and what you can do to make your relationship stronger. Um, we're not going to have a sunrise service. Another tradition that has been challenged. Uh, what we, but I, I'm going to encourage you to have your own sunrise service. Mm -hmm. uh, what we do every year, if it's not raining out, I don't think it'll be raining, is we take two chairs and sit them out in the driveway. 
and watch the um the sun come up, the sunrise. Mm -hmm. So I mean we probably just point a camera out to the driveway this year if you want to do that and sit with us. And then we'll put it up here on the um on YouTube. We just sit. But you know, that would be boring because the only thing we do is sitting there and we're praying on our praying. Own. Yeah, so yes. we won't do that. Yeah. That's corny. And, um <laughs> we don't want everybody then plus we then we gotta come back in and get dressed. Exactly. So yeah, we, we'll be out there in bathrobes and house shoes. So we don't <laughs> we don't want to do that piece. Um, so we're going to be in our service. I will see you guys online and in the church at nine uh, nine o'clock for Sunday school and ten o'clock for our services. We do have a our stewards are putting on a Good Friday service mm -hmm. this Friday evening, beginning at six o'clock. You want to say some things uh, about that? I'll let you do it because y'all are the stewards that uh, put um, this together. Before they, you want to get that comment real quick on the movie before we go? Yeah, we'll get that. We'll let him do it. So now. we're going to have the, the seven last uh, <laughs> words, the seven last sayings of Christ on Friday at 6 o'clock. Right? It's going to be on Zoom, and there is a, um, a, a flyer that's going out via text message with the uh, ID number for the Zoom. Uh, we're looking forward. It's going to be the stewards, and we do have some two, two guests from outside of our church that uh, Sister Teresa did invite. So we're looking forward to that. I send it out to your coworkers, to your friends, for them to come on to Zoom. They're, we're really going to be blessed uh, with the seven last uh, words. But that begins at 6 p.m. on Friday. Amen. Amen. It's going to be on Zoom. On Zoom. Yes. All right. Then we, you guys are right, the Zoom channel is on the flyer. Yes. <clears throat> The link, Zoom link. The, the ID is on there. And then we, we need to put it in the comment section for today's, just in case somebody want to um, come back on and take a look. So it'll be placed in the comments section on today's um, conversation as well. So what do we have? Uh, Sister Russell said, I liked how the movie showed how they kept Joseph's request to bring his bones into the promised land. Okay, I do remember that. You do? I don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to look specifically for that this year. Yeah, I remember that part. Um, okay. Because it, it was, I think it happened when they were marching back. Okay. And then they, it was very quick. And I think the only reason why I remembered it mm -hmm. is because I remembered the promise when I was reading the word. Mm -hmm. So that was something that came out. And then mm -hmm. I think there's something that they, somebody actually did push a piece of the Bible into uh, um, that portion to bring his, mm -hmm. his body back into the promise, bring his body into the promised land. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, re I remember that. Why are you remembering that? <laughs> I didn't. I don't. Remember. I, I remember. I, I do remember. I'm just asking. Why are you remembering them dragging bones on the march going into the promised land? That is something I'm telling you. I'm gonna really look for that part. We on. It's in there. They on their way to milk and honey. And Sister Teresa talking about. I remember them getting that body yeah, and dragging know, that body. Even though it's not like it's not. Um, it's not. Um, what's the word I want to use? Chronologically, sort of succinct and correct. Uh -huh. And it's not. Um, perfect in terms of the way it's written in, in our Bible. Mm -hmm. But I do think it gives you one of those movies that actually gives you a very good sense of, of the story. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't stray as far away as some of these movies do. Yeah. Where you like, now y'all, now you know that didn't happen. You know, it's just, they, I think with this 10 commandments, they put certain things in there to fill it, to fill uh -huh. space. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, to, you know, make up for some of the, the gaps in the way that the biblical narrative is told. We um, also hear some more trivia for um, you guys since this, Teresa brought it up. How was, how did Joseph get to where he was? Why was he there? What do you mean, why was he there? Why was he buried there? He asked. He, no. wanted, he told them he wanted to Why was to he do buried it? there before they said, let's get his bones and take him with us? Oh, in Egypt? Yes. Because that's where he was. He was in Egypt. Obviously, he was, bones, he, no, he saying he was. We need a little more than he that. He was the head of Pharaoh's house, and when he died there, he, they buried him there, and then and they were still in captivity there. Mm -hmm. And so that's why he said, "When the when the promise comes, make sure you take me, right?" So we're gonna leave that up for y'all to read. I think that's right. I think we just stay throwing some some stabs at no, it right I now. Think that's, I think that's right. I mean, I, I think that's right. If I'm not one hundred percent right, I'm fairly close. I do believe. So. Uh huh. So we hope that you guys have enjoyed this session. Um, just yes. having a very light conversation for um, this week, Holy Week. Stay in your prayers. Pray for us as we pray for you. We love you. 
We thank you again for allowing us to be in your household. We will come back to our regular programming on next week. Amen. 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 Let's fade it out. Love you.